Do you know how committed to drugs you have to be to leave your family behind? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Because that part might not take a lot. But to have your family all the way together. <laughs> yeah, like middle class. Upper middle class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, Got I didn't even say that for the drugs. <laughs> but but upper yeah. middle class. Yeah, yeah. And you tear it all apart. Like tear it. Like you go from two story, like upper middle class. Uh-huh. Great school system to like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm in this one bedroom motel in Corpus I, I, Christi. I was about to say Motel 6 for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, doing meth in any form you can get it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to bleep. <laughs> you're going to have to bleep virtually all of that. <laughs> Um, but no, I just want to speak to like, and both of us, like how gone do you have to be to give your family away? Like your young ones, you have children, like <laughs> you're young in middle school. Yeah, bro. So far gone. Mm. <laughs> that gone. If, if that person was going through that at that time, so far gone might be the album to look to. <laughs> Uh, if they can hearken back, yeah. <laughs> not look back, but if they can hearken, yeah. that might be like a monumental album for them. Mm-hmm. So far gone. I think I can do it. Hmm? Not drugs. What you mean then? <laughs> Leave my family. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know you can. Oh, no, I thought you were saying for sure. <laughs> like you good too. too. <laughs> nah. oh, you on with this you one see? Oh, my nah. God. <laughs> you on with that one. I be trying to be a bad person with Kari. Like, nah, bro. You wouldn't leave your people behind? <laughs> Not like your mom, dad. Like, Not for the myth. I nah. mean, like your child and, yeah, like your, your wife and child. Nah, bro. <laughs> That's sick. You are literally sick. Yeah, hopefully I don't get to that point. Okay, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, never mind. I was gonna say something else. Um Yeah, that's why I'll never try it once. But they <laughs> say <laughs> Yeah, they say one time we'll do it to you. Like and the thing is, like, the way they tweak off it. Boy, they tweak. No, but but the way they do it seems like a pretty fun high. All right, let's go ahead and start the pod. This is episode two hundred and ninety one of the Rise uh Rising Ground Podcast. You ready to get to it? Yes, sir. All right, man, let's go. Speaking of tweakers. You got some bomb ass pussy. Why be coming in like this Thursday? Stop by the show, get a 12-pack of Coronas, plus an ounce of drove, you know. 
Now I'm on Highway 270, the National Bridge Road. I'm already blow, get there, I'ma get blow some more. Pulled up, up stop oh, yeah, park, park, rim still spinning. Valley <laughs> okay. looking like he in the game and must be winning. To room 490, I'm headed on my way up. It's three girls on the elevator, like, what's up? I told them, follow me, they knew I had it cracking B. Once it ain't true, that boy that beat on BET. Yeah, that's me. Chingaling, equipped with much dingaling. Knock on the door, I'm on the scene of things. Bust it in, hand it bottle to the face. Face, fuck it thin. Feel like my head a toxic waste. Here's some pretty uh, girls yeah. in her. I heard whispering, talking about that's that dude that sing right there. He listening, I ain't come to talk, I ain't come to sit. What I came for was to find out who I'm going. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm going to go back real quick. Sorry. What woman in the club ever like spots a man out and what they like is like, oh, he glistening. This, and they weren't saying it about Chingy. It's a different time, bro. It's like 04. Nobody ever pointed out Chingy glistening in the party. <laughs> Head a toxic waste, here's some pretty girls in her. I heard them whispering, talking about that's that dude that sing right there. He glistening. I'm... Nah. That's that dude that sing right there. He glistening. He glistening. Oh, he didn't hear nobody say that. Come to right, talk, man. bro. I ain't come to sit. Let's get into it, though. This episode 291 of the Rise and Grind podcast. We back in the building. It's Roderick. I'm Jakari, man. We back. It's another Thursday. How you feeling? Ah, man, still trying to get over this. I, I ain't been feeling good all week, bro. Really? Bro. Fuck like, away from me, man. Should have called the day off. Nah, I'm better now, bro. But like all week, man, Um, really since the Super Bowl, bro. I, I said it on the last episode. I really been battling like sinuses, allergies, bro. The weather going back and forth, hot and cold. But uh, this week, bro, I've been having just like body aches. I was sore from the gym, so that didn't make it no better. Oh, COVID. Nah. So, it, <laughs> nah. Oh, so, so what you've been experiencing the last nah, two weeks? <laughs> you, just, you just finishing up your, <laughs> your last COVID antibiotics. I can taste and smell. Oh no, the new one they don't even they don't even tell you no more. They just drop right, it in your right, DNA. Right. Nah, bro. But um, yeah, bro. Just a few body aches. You know what I'm saying? Going back and forth between me and hot and cold. Really, just feel like I had more of a cold than anything. But I've been taking a lot of medicine, a lot of airborne, a lot of Nyquil, Dayquil. Um, Shit with all I've been taking some vapor rubs type shit, bro. Like so, I just been trying to dope myself up, but uh, I'm better. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good overall. The week been uh, pretty slight though. It's a short week for me. Is I'm it off uh, Friday tomorrow and Monday? So I'm really looking forward to today being my last day of work of the week. Okay, okay. Um, said Friday tomorrow and Monday. Both of that would have made Friday for today, since this is the Thursday part. Yeah, that's what I said. I said Friday, then I was saying like tomorrow. Oh, you saying like tomorrow, Friday? Yeah. Okay. And then I was saying and Monday. Mm, okay. You thinking too hard over there? You got Friday off for President's Day. I have Monday off for President's Day. Friday, I just took off. I got a dentist appointment. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what is so fucked up about my realm. Now we do get a lot of days off, which of course you can't argue with that. Only the kids get President's Day off. Like, I have a professional day. Like, I can already think about my calendar for Monday. I've got I've got meetings on Monday. Like, I have, I have a training on Monday. That sucks. What president are you celebrating? <laughs> Obama. No, nah, I don't do that. <laughs> um, uh, honest Abe. No. Nah. Nah, you should never. Like, 
And since President's Day is coming up, and we do have the Monday pie coming out, and that'll be President's Day. Yeah. But um, when are us as like black people? And it's February. We gotta start informing people that like Honest Abe is not who they told us he was in yeah. the books. Yeah, true, true. Um, they made us seem like he was like. Oh man, fuck slavery. We hate all those fucking slave owners. Get the blacks out right now. Yeah. Growing up, um, you know, I I'll be honest, at a certain point he was my favorite president because I was taught <laughs> that he freed the slaves. You know what I'm saying? No. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I swear on everything. This is fucking crazy. This had to have been a very young age because once we grow up and um know about the world. We end up finding our own different favorite this that that has nothing to do with times that we weren't alive for. And I don't, I still don't know if I have a favorite president because this is America. But um, <clears throat> what age, <laughs> if you can, if you can give me a range, yeah, would you say your favorite president was Abe Lincoln? This was probably like first or second grade before I knew you for sure. Cause I, I remember reading a book. Yeah, I would have clowned your ass. Fuck you. I remember reading a book um, in these apartments that we stayed in. So it was definitely before I moved to the neighborhood and met you. But uh, but yeah, bro. You know, like what was said, the book about? It was like autobiography of Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, nigga? And shit, the teachers was like, "This nigga freed the slaves." I said, "Oh, that's my dog." Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure Kari wrote about it in the book report and shit. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? He signed the uh, the Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> they forced his ass. <laughs> oh my god! And they gotta go too. Yeah. Oh brother. But yeah, as you get older, you uh you learn that he actually owned slaves himself and continued to own them after the Emancipation Proclamation yeah. was, you know, signed. Yeah. Uh, he also knew that us out here in Texas. We're still slaves until 1865. <laughs> Bro, the thing that, like, they be saying, like, oh, word didn't get down to us down here. The The president of the United States had no idea that, like, one of his states was still, like, yeah, under I'm, slave I'm, captivity. I'm for it, yeah, because he could have pulled up, even if it took a couple years by, by horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you would have had leprosy, but <laughs> you fucking got it. Or the black plague. That's why these niggas never made trips to the south. This shit was perilous. Yeah, for real. The fuck. For real. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Let's fucking get off of that, man. Why are we even there? I mean, why are we, we in talking the about presidents. I'm trying to think. All this time, I'm trying to think if I had a favorite president back then. The only one that I can really think that I had is John F. Kennedy, and you can't be fucking mad at that. Like, even as a grown man, like, how can you be mad at my favorite president being John F. Kennedy? What was the reason behind it? Um, If you remember. Back then, the only reason I can remember, and you really got to be older to remember, he's on the big-ass 50-cent coin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, so grandparents would have a lot of those growing yeah. up yeah. but other than that like I didn't have a reason back then now that I'm grown oh my gosh he was really getting pussy in the fucking chill, white house chill chill uh, bro it's crazy the the $50 I mean uh, yeah the, the, the 50, 50 cent, cent coin do you remember having ones that had an X on his neck where they say he got shot no for real really yes I still have some 50 cent coins like I literally I can 
I can uh they're at my disposal right now. So um I'm gonna have to double check. They got an X-ray got shot. <laughs> when you go home, check it. For real, because I used to have some. I used to collect the uh, the gold Sacagawea coins too when I was. You got a kid. some of those too. They're yeah, all in the bro. same bucket. Mm-hmm. I used to collect them when I was a kid. For real, I used to have an uncle. Rest in peace, my uncle Sonny, bro. Every year for Christmas, he used to get the whole family two dollar bills. I used to collect them too. Okay. Yeah, but um, I don't know if those if those are in there. No two dollar bills. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, man. Um, was this all a part of my week? Yeah, you was talking about Monday is a personal development day. Uh, you got meetings. Yeah, and I day. don't get President's Day off. Um, what the kids do, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm taking some training on Monday. We have an actual like whole district professional de- uh, development day. Taking a training to be able to like restrain children mm. if need be. Yeah. Like somebody gets out of control, like put... Put said person. Put your hands on them. Knock their ass out. That is <laughs> not what I said. My bad. <laughs> you know, I'm not in the uh, education system. Yeah, I don't like, know. What, are you, what are you trying to get me fired? I mean, I don't know how y'all get down. Um, No, I definitely wouldn't knock anyone out. No. But, you know, if somebody were trying to do that to someone else, like, this allows me to be able to, you know, like, stop that person. You know, maybe... Put them on the ground, something mm. like that. Mm. You know, maybe a little headlock, <laughs> little nails. Yeah, I was just say a little master. Yeah, lock. yeah, yeah. <laughs> master lock. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You, you, you really, know. you gotta, yeah, you gotta be an OG <laughs> like WWE fan. Chris, come on now. The master lock was crazy. The mask, no. If somebody got you in the master lock, <laughs> or or if he got you, what was it, Chris, Ma- Chris Masters? Yeah, I can't. I think his name was Chris name. Masters. I'm not 100 yeah. sure, but like, uh, we might want to fact uh, fact check that. Okay, I got you. If Chris Masters got you in the master lock, you're fucking done. Yeah, Chris Masters. I'm a real one. Come on now, I'm a real <laughs> WWE fan. <laughs> nah, real talk, bro. If you got caught in that bitch, you better tap out. <laughs> Listen, you yeah, tap no, out. this is the thing. Maybe one to five times have I ever seen someone break out of a master lock, and it was like John Cena or Batista. Like anyone else, you're out. Like he might, I might have seen him break somebody's shit just on a master lock. It's crazy. Um, It's crazy that we remember that man. Shout out out Chris Masters. He slept on. Like Mm -hmm. now that like WWE has become like such a huge thing. I haven't heard his name once. We got to bring that back, man. Yeah, bro. When you talk about uh, finishing moves, like that was very, very brutal. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's moves really like put you through pain, bro. That master lock, like truthfully, nigga, like you will be out of your misery. (laughs) The thing about it is we grew up wrestling, emulating those moves. I've been hit and have hit niggas with yeah. the master lock. I swear I was about to say the I same. swear to God it's no joke. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. And like, we're not the WWE and we're children. So yeah. we're not taking into account this is for entertainment and it's not real. Yeah. We really doing it. Yeah, yeah, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, it hurts. Nah, I swear. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? What's, all right, what's wrong with us? <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're still in President's Day, but yeah. that's the week. Um, 
next week. But you know, we're just cruising through this week. Yep. yep. Are we ready to get any, uh, into anything more? Uh, shit. We can move on. Any any weekend plans? Anything coming up? We didn't talk Valentine's Day. Oh shit! How was your Valentine's Day, man? Man, I've been sick. Shit. It's crazy. Right. I was I was gonna come in with something else, but no, nah, go ahead, man. Do the yeah, man. Shout out to all the lovers out there on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, man. man. Did you have a good Valentine's Day? So I did, but the thing is, me and my lady, well, we decided we're, we're celebrating this weekend. So on actual Valentine's Day, Wednesday, we didn't do anything. We were both sick, honestly. But outside of that, we had already had it planned like the weekend because we both off. So we okay. just gonna celebrate then. We going to Eddie V's. You okay. Know what I'm okay. Okay. Gotta have me a nice little steak, crab fried rice, asparagus, mac and cheese. Hey, that, you know how we getting down. That is four hundred dollars. Expensive, expensive Valentine's Day, but it is what it is. The thing is, like Christmas was December. Both our birthdays are in January. Mm-hmm. So she was like, you know, Valentine's Day, we could really like chill. You ain't got to give me nothing. I was like, I thought it was a setup at first. I was like, bro, stop playing with me. She was like, no, I swear, don't give me nothing for Valentine's Day. I said, bro, she was like, for the third time, do not give me nothing. I said, all right. So we just going to do the. Oh, the yeah. Like you got absolutely nothing. So you're going to do the dinner. Yeah. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But okay. it is going to hit three, four hundred for sure. For shit, are you crazy? Yeah. I, it's I worth heard, it though. I, <laughs> I heard what he asked for. He was like lobster steak. <laughs> I didn't say lobster. Crab fried rice. <laughs> I didn't say lobster. Fucking what did he ask for? Caviar. What is nah, what did he say? Um, no, you said something else. What Mac was and cheese? What's the fish eggs? That's caviar. No, you asked for some <laughs> other shit. <laughs> Scallions. <laughs> I was like, man, what is this? What else is this nigga need, man? <laughs> Nah, bro, just a little steak. Like, bring, bring Eddie out. <laughs> <laughs> I need to meet the chef. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you can tell this nigga taxes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah. Remember, I told you, I ain't, I ain't even, uh, I ain't even uh, went to my tax lady yet. I put mine in. Um, I got rejected. What? No, it's only because this is my first year as a grown up off of like my mother's insurance. Yeah. So now I have my own and I never set up an account for it with health government or whatever. So they got to get, I guess, that info turned in. Damn. I know. Like, what Access the fuck? Access denied. Oh, yeah. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> Would you buy yourself? Uh, Yeah. Okay. But like, shout out if, if they're listening. Like, I have someone that's uh, a listener of the pod that did the taxes. Okay. And it was like her and her mom that called me. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> you know some bullshit? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, man. Every time, like, not every time, because this is the first time that's ever happened with my taxes. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I know if you get a call back the next day after you submit them that they've been rejected for some reason. Like, I've, I've, I've heard that. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Wild. But, you know. I got way more bread back then. Yeah, of course. Last year, of course. I don't know if I if I told that story on the pod you did. last year. Yeah, you did. I got zero dollars <laughs> and zero cents back last year. Yeah, I fell for you, cuz. That shit hurt. Yeah, I'm getting some money this year. Guys. Yeah, you deserve it. Thanks, you worked hard last year. Thanks, guys. Yeah. No, I'm like who got my money last year? <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> last year and last. All right, I'm not gonna speak to the fact that I made more money than I ever made in my like life last year. But what the fuck ever? Um, what the fuck ever? 
Where are we at with it? Uh, man, are we in music yet? Nah, we're nah. still talking about. Yeah, we still talking about our weeks. But Valentine's, Valentine's Day was great for me though. Okay. Um, great gift exchange. Yeah, yeah. Love my gifts. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, let's move on. Let's do it, man. Let's go ahead and uh, recap the Super Bowl. Let's start there because we uh we left with. You thought Kansas City was going to win. I thought the San Francisco 49ers were going to win. We both had different projections for the score. Yeah. Let's talk it. Yeah, so um, I was completely off. I said like 45, Not completely. You got the winner, right? You got the winner, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I did get uh, KC right. But yeah, man, uh, and it's crazy. Like, as we were watching it, I I was thinking about my projection, and I'm like, bro, I knew these niggas wasn't going to score that many points. Because <laughs> I'm like, bro, the defense is on both sides. It's just so cold. I was wondering why you went all the way up to 40 even when we were potting. Yeah, it's just because, like, normally in a Super Bowl, you know, sometimes it's just a shootout back and forth. And I was really thinking about last year. It was that way with the uh, with the Chiefs and the Eagles. Even though they, they both had good defenses, they both put up, like, 40. So I was just thinking the same thing, bro. But as I was watching the game, as we were watching the game, um, man, that Kansas City defense – I was just like, yeah, I should have said it was going to be like 20 to 21. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Them niggas put on the show, bro. I, I said 32 to 27. We didn't even get there. Um, it was a low-scoring game, but I really attribute that to, yes, there was good defense on um, Kansas City side, but I, I think Kansas City's offense made a lot of mistakes in the first half, like a lot of mistakes. And I'm not saying that San Francisco's defense is bad at all. I, I'm just saying like that they made so many mistakes in the first half that it wasn't even the San Francisco defense just locking them the fuck up. It was picks, all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They just looked off. Kelsey getting into it with Andy Reid, bumping them and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was like, bro, my, my girl here. Yeah, I, I gotta, bro. Give me, my, give me the fucking ball. Nigga, my girl here. <laughs> she came with Lana and Ice Spice. <laughs> right. Throw me the ball, bro. Yeah, bro. Blake Lively was in there, too. Absolutely. That like, was, throw that me was the, a live-ass sweep. This was a star-studded Super Bowl. Yeah, bro, for sure. It's in Vegas for the first time ever, so you know the stars are going to come out. It was a That was a big deal. Bro. Everybody was at this Super Bowl, like for real. Did you see how much people were being charged, like for tickets? Yeah, I think sure. the lowest ticket there was like seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And if you add that with a weekend hotel stay in Vegas, Boy. if you stay on the trip, I mean on the on the strip, and you stay the whole weekend, and you add in some restaurants, maybe add in some entertainment. I saw somebody calculate this on social media. You probably spend a good twenty to thirty six thousand dollars on a weekend for the uh, the Super Bowl. So they, um, it was like a family of three. That's what it was. Think about okay, it like okay, this: okay, a family of three, Corey. That makes more sense. Seven thousand a piece. Yeah. You have them going to restaurants uh, each night of the weekend, the hotel, Boy. and you have them go to like a show. Or, or two mm-hmm. while they're there. Yeah. $36,000. Yeah, I ain't got it. Are you out of your fucking <laughs> mind for a football game? Yeah, bro, I ain't got it. <clears throat> no, like, do you realize who I have to be? Like, or where we have to be, like, financially in this thing 
to be able to fuck that weekend off. Right, because I do one day want to get to the Super Bowl. That's always been like a, a bucket list type of thing for me. Yeah. And the same way I just said, like if it was in Vegas, I would want to do it the exact way I just said. A couple yeah, of shows, yeah. some nice dinners, nice hotel. Yeah. <laughs> but 36, 40,000, nigga. Like, what are we talking about? Are you are you out of your mind? And the seven thousand dollar seat is in the sky. Yeah. So <laughs> in the sky. So imagine um like what the suites was costing, bro. What the suite, you? the suite, that's probably gonna run you probably two hundred thousand dollars. A Super Bowl suite? Yeah. We we've been sweets and and we know what some of those prices look like during the regular season, Kari. Those yeah. are like 10 to 20 bands. Regular season. We're not even talking playoffs for a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Think about the the Super Bowl. <clears throat> no, that's nuts. I was reading an article, bro. Kid you not, there was one suite they said in total it was 2.5 million. No way. But it held 20 people. So it's really like 125,000 ahead. Yeah, from what I'm looking at, the minimum on the uh the suites for the one in New Orleans that which will be the location for next year. Sure, yep. It starts at $750,000. Yeah, yeah. I said 200, Kari. <laughs> I lowballed it by 500,000. You got to have a million dollars. Yeah, and you got to think <clears throat> next year. Okay, so Vegas, of course, we know what Vegas is and what it brings. Uh-huh. Next year in New Orleans, it's going to be the same time as Mardi Gras. So, of course, they're going to just jack the prices up. That shit going to be crazy next year. I apologize in advance to everybody from New Orleans because that's probably going to be the most inauthentic Mardi Gras they've ever had. Like. It's just going to be infested with tourism. And it always is, mm-hmm. but to a different degree this time. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> is it going to be the same weekend? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. All right, all right, all right. Wow. Um, But it was a good game. Yep. They yep. had us in the first half. My, my bet was that the 49ers would win. I really thought going into halftime, I had it sold up. It looked bad for for Kansas City. It looked bad damn near into the fourth quarter. Absolutely. Yeah, like, absolutely. I was over there itching too. I'm like, damn, these niggas finna lose. Um, really up until like the last five, six minutes of the fourth quarter when Kansas City really started to pick it up. And you was like, you could tell that the, the tides were shifting. Um, they were starting to get into a rhythm. 49ers had... Drake Greenlaw go down. You remember that, bro? He tore his Achilles mm-hmm. just running on the yep. field. So when that Kittles, happened, Kittles went out. I was just like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Kittle wasn't playing good. They were shutting down Debo. They he ended up getting down. hurt and had to go back to the locker room for a bit, I believe. Kittle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the um, fourth. Ayuk was shut down. Really, the only one that was showing out was CMC. He was the only one that was really playing. And, um, I, and I said that he really carried the 49ers. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, no doubt. Christian McCaffrey carried the 49ers that night. Like all year. On all year. Yeah. But like we had that conversation and we were thinking, like, ah, he can't do it just by himself during the Super Bowl. Offensively, damn near did. Christian McCaffrey carried the 49ers on his shoulder. Yeah, damn near did for sure. For sure, the whole first half. Yeah. That nigga's a dog. <laughs> For sure. Like, 
Where was he before? Like because he's not Carolina. a newbie. I was like he he's not he's not new. Yeah, he was with Carolina. He was with Cam. Okay. Yeah, and Keekly. But um, you know, Carolina just trash ass. I was gonna say it's Carolina. Yeah, so they ended up <clears throat> trading him. Man, obviously he excelled in San Francisco. Yeah, but uh, let's let's talk about what we're really here to talk about, Corey. Let's do it. That halftime show. Yep, yep. Usher. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this. It's been announced for almost a year that Usher would be headlining the Super Bowl. Apple sponsored this. Uh-huh. Yeah, Apple Music sponsored this. It was a really big event. Um, me and all the guys um, and everybody, we were all together on Super Bowl Sunday. We watched this event together. Give me your thoughts on it. Oh, man, I thought the performance was great by Usher. You know what I'm saying? Um, there were some songs that I wish I would have heard. Obviously, we'll, we'll dive more into that. But overall performance, um, I, th- I thought he put on a show, bro. I thought he did exactly what he needed to do because he has the pull of R&B. He has the pull of rap. He has the pull of pop. You know what I'm saying? He appeals to so many people. So I like the fact that he basically gave us Damn near all of his hits, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, Usher is so damn talented, bro. We only was able to get like 15 seconds of the songs because he has so many great songs. So overall, I wish he was able to perform a little longer, but I know you don't get that much time for a halftime performance. Uh, but bro, he he did the little um his little residency thing where he comes out in skates. He, he did. He, he did come out on skates. He changed uh, wardrobe like two, three different times. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that, that nigga put on a show, if you ask me. Um, And we talked about that last part. Um, I said I went to a concert of Usher's before, and he really wants to take you through every moment of his career. Yeah. Um, And he's going to try his best to do that. We talked some of the songs that he might have played. We, we wanted to know, was he really going to do Nice and Slow? He did exactly what we said. He gave us the 7 o'clock on the dot. I'm on my drop top cruising the street, and then he moved right on to the next song. I'm going through some of his essentials just so I can make sure um, he went through them. Confessions, of course, that got played. Um, Yeah, Lil Jon, Ludacris got played. Love in this club got played. Alicia Keys came out and was with Usher for my boo. That sparked a lot of controversy. Why the fuck was he that close to her? (laughs) Was that? I mean, of course, it was just entertainment, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he was he was he was hella close. Um, I know people are gonna say it's for entertainment. Usher really was, sells it. Usher really, was, yeah, bro, he was hella close. He's really gonna sell it. Yeah, yeah. If I'm Swiss Beats, I understand because I'm an entertainer. Mm-hmm. But you should understand also because that's my wife. Like, there's, there's certain <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, when Cardi B gets on stage, like niggas, even if they have a song together that's about sex. They don't be getting that close to Cardi B because they already know what time is what time. Mm-hmm. Usher is a touchy feely ass nigga, man. Like, <laughs> and how does he get away with it? Because then nobody ever stood up to bro. Even Swiss Beats, his his uh his comment after he wasn't even mad. I love it. I love it all. <laughs> like y'all worried about the wrong thing. I'm like, I mean, I hear you, bro. But I would have had something to say. You know what I'm saying? I know it's entertainment. I know it's a Super Bowl. I know it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for my wife. But they rehearsed that. You know what I'm saying? So Alicia could have let Usher know, like, hey, 
not that close to me because I know he grabbed her from the back, but there were other moments where he's grabbing her at the hips, from the side. Chitty, you know what I'm saying? Chitty, like, bang, bang. Man. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. <laughs> what are we talking about right now? Like, <sighs> Usher's never going to get away with it. And the thing is, if you go all the way back to shit like Boondocks, it's been his M.O. Mm-hmm. his whole life. Yep. I got to let us, like, when does it stop? He's beat every allegation, Corey. I he, keep saying it. He married now. You think it'll stop? We also need to talk that because <laughs> while Usher was in Vegas for Super Bowl weekend, he married his longtime girlfriend. Yeah. No, I don't think it's going to stop. <laughs> no, because he was married to her freshly. <laughs> <laughs> Same day. When he got on stage and did that shit yeah. with Alicia Keys. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but let me just move on and then we'll get back to that. Um like I said, nice and slow was played. You remind me, why was that not fucking played, Corey? You remind me was not played. Mm-hmm. Did he do good, good? Nope. He did not do good, good. He did let it burn? I think he did let it burn. Yeah, I think he did let it burn. Um, He did, uh, I think he did You Got It Bad. He yeah, did You Got It Bad. For sure. He didn't do You Make Me Wanna. Not to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Did he? I don't think so. You made me want to be in the one away. My fault. Get yourself together, man. You're right. <laughs> um, caught up. Did he come out to caught up? Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, he came out to caught up. Did we get climax? Nope. You motherfucker. That's some <laughs> of them that Usher did such an amazing job. An amazing job. Favorite, favorite R&B singer of all time. And I can't speak to how much of an amazing job he did. He killed it. This has to be my favorite Super Bowl performance ever. But when it was over, I was like, damn, is that it? Yep. Like, Usher has so much in his catalog that I was disappointed when it was over. Mm -hmm. Like, and the thing is, he gave us so much, we shouldn't have been disappointed but maybe we're just that big of Usher fans. I and I've never realized how much of a fan I was of someone. Because there's so many songs that I didn't even think about like until he didn't play it. Yep. And I'm like, no fucking way, man. Yeah. That was really where my stance was as well. It was like, damn, I wanted to, and I did appreciate the fact that he had that performance. He, he gave us everything. He gave us a, Yeah. But at the end. Because remember, you even said something. You looked around the room and you were like, damn, everybody looks disappointed. I looked around at the entire room just because I, I felt it inside when it finished. It's like a fireworks show on the 4th of July. It'll go on for 15 minutes straight. And when it ends, it's like, damn, I wish there was more of that. <laughs> right. So when it was over, I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Almost in Usher, but I, I know that's not up to Usher like the time slot. And I look over at everyone else and I see it on their face. Like there's there's three or four or five other people around me. I see it on their faces. And I'm looking around, I'm like, are y'all disappointed? Like, is it just me or did that disappoint y'all? Mm-hmm. And everybody else was like, 
No, I was I was disappointed. Yeah, it was more for me specifically. I speak for myself. It was more because of the last song. You know, was yeah mm-hmm. with Lil John, Ludacris. That could have took him into a Usher. whole other. And you know, them three got that lovers and friends song, and it was right there for the take. She's <laughs> Literally right there, nigga. So that was where my disappointment came from because I really thought we were about to get it. I really thought we were going to get Lovers and Friends and that was going to transition into a slower part of the concert. Mm -hmm. We didn't get that. We got 40 niggas on stage and he impromptu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, turn down, baby. We out. All right. It looked just like his Boondocks character at that moment. Literally. <laughs> I was like, bro, get this nigga off my screen. Hey, TL, I love you. Hey, turn down, baby. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. go. Um, I love Usher. I just feel like I could have got more from that, though. Yeah, and it's tough. You know what I'm saying? Because like you mentioned, they don't give you much time. He has so many hits where it's like. How could you ask him for more than that? Right, that- right. Like, it's almost ungrateful to ask him for more than that. And my thing is, with his songs, bro, they're so powerful. Like, Usher can perform the entire song. So when he had to cut it short, when he only gave us 10, 15, 20 seconds of a song before he moved on to the next one, I'm like, bro, I'm still singing nice and slow. Don't move on. Oh, yeah. Like, we talked that last part. You know he wasn't going to finish that track. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. But, yeah, it's it's just tough, bro, with an artist as great as Usher, as many hits as Usher, of course, bro. He he still did 14 songs. I got the entire list now. I'm looking at it. It's crazy, right? It don't even seem like he did 14. There's 14 songs that was performed. And uh, can you say all of them that were performed? You got Caught Up, You Don't Have to Call, Superstar, Love in This Club, Ain't Got You. That was Alicia Keys. And then they did the Mabu, Confessions Part 2, Nice and Slow, Burn, Bad Girl, You Got It Bad, Oh My God, Turn Down for What, and then Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm low-key mad at that track list. <laughs> I'm low-key mad at that. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, bro. There's some shit he could have snuck in there for real. I, you remind me of a girl. <laughs> yeah, that would have been crazy. Then I... What the... F- was new? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I ain't going to lie. Um... Like, Lil John didn't need that turn down for what by himself. I was a fan of that, man. I mean, it was live, but, like, give me Usher. Like, oh, my nigga doing over there, <laughs> like, man. Give me Usher, bro. But, yeah, that little segment was live. Niggas was getting hyped. Somebody got thrown in the air. You remember that? But Yes. More than that, Corey. I did not need Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys. Yeah, I know. When are we going to come to the general consensus? Is that a word, right? Mm-hmm. That Alicia Keys can't sing live. Yeah, it's been known. Nigga, we've known that for about 15 years. Yeah. After, after Alicia Keys' like third album, after, after New York, <laughs> after that, like, no more. And she was nervous. Her voice cracked and shit. It would, bro. It, yeah. I don't she even got know. She together, but it, nigga, it started horrible. The, man, I'm about to, it's, this is going to sound like hate. It is hate. Right, go ahead, so Swiss can pull up on you. Fuck. 
Do you know how many takes? <laughs> I be thinking about it like, how many takes it takes a fucking Alicia Keys album to finish? <laughs> Bro, you stupid, yo. No, cut. <laughs> that, that, cut. Ain't that ain't it. Cut. That ain't it. Um, That's hilarious. <laughs> this fucking crazy, man. <laughs> and she Let's go on. <laughs> no, no, cut it, car. You gotta. Nah, you gotta cut that out, bro. You, you gotta uh, move that. <clears throat> but nevertheless, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and uh, I feel like this was the fastest Super Bowl parade of all time. Like that shit happened yeah. in like a day after. Yeah. Nah, it didn't. But it was um. It was probably like two or three days after. Mm-hmm. But it was a circus, Corey. What the fuck happened at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade? Yeah, man. So, of course, um, you know, the the players got to do their ceremony. Look like um, Boston out there. That was all good and everything. But as soon as it ended. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> I tried to move past that shit, but you looked at me. <laughs> Look like something that rhymes with the, the Roston Roming. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit you good <laughs> am i good yeah, as yeah. the people that were at the the roston rami oh <laughs> uh, bro chill out chill out uh, you can't ask some of them because they're red <laughs> <laughs> all right go on oh uh, man so after the uh the players you know what i'm saying got to give their speeches and promise a three-peat and all that um, not too long after it ended, man, I think it was at like the Union Station in Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken. Um, there was a report of shots fired. And of course, everybody goes scrambling. You know what I'm saying? They, um, I wasn't watching it, but I was reading up on it. They said like immediately after that, they cut to like just the news on that channel that they were showing a parade. And, um, you know, come to find out, man, I think one person. One person was killed. Was killed, and then like 15 to 20 have been injured, I think is what they were saying. Yeah, Um. let me just double check and see if I got a little more on this. Yeah, uh, it says, I don't want to read this with like graphic like enthusiasm. <laughs> don't. But the way they say it, like the first words are bullets ripped through. So like, how do I read that like I'm not reading a Harry Potter book? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, why you gotta be laughing at this? That's crazy. That's hilarious. Though. All right, it says bullets ripped through the crowd of spectators following the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory, uh, victory parade, uh, attended by tens of thousands on Wednesday, killing one and injuring at least twenty-one others in the nation's latest shooting assault at a major sports or concert venue. You see, yeah, you see, you see, venue. Yeah, man, I, was like, <laughs> I can work for Channel Five, man. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City, Missouri police confirmed shots were fired on the west uh, side of the Union Station around 2 p.m. local time. Blah, 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 blah. Fire chief um, said the 22 people suffered. Wait, 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 wait. Said at a news conference that 22 people suffered gunshot wounds. Damn. I thought people just got trampled nah, and yeah, shit. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. 22 people suffered gunshot wounds. Bro. Include this nigga got a switch. <laughs> <laughs> <With a dick on laughs> <it>. <laughs> like 
Like what the fuck? Oh, bro, God forgive me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> including one fatality. That'll shut it up. <laughs> yeah. Eight with a um, holy shit, Corey. No, we gotta stop laughing. <laughs> oh, no, we gotta find a way to stop laughing. What's up, man? Eight with immediately life-threatening injuries. Damn. Seven with life-threatening injuries. Wait, what's the difference between an immediate life-threatening injury and a life-threatening injury? Like critical condition. Immediate probably means like critical condition. Like they may not make it. Oh, the other one's like, oh, like we might have to shake his leg. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Read it again. Eight with immediate <laughs> life-threatening injuries. Yeah, bro. Like, S- stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. Seven with life-threatening injuries. Okay. What's the difference between a life-threatening injury and an immediate life-threatening injury? Both might kill a nigga. True. But when gonna at, do it this, th- at this moment in time, they're probably like in critical condition. That's what I mean. Like bleeding out. You know what I'm saying? What's the other ones doing? They bleeding too, but they got band-aids on them. Okay, okay. Yeah. And six with minor injuries. Nah, bro. It's it's really crazy. Okay. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really know it was that bad. I'm not I'm not even gonna lie. Whoa, no, this is the part that gets bad. Eleven were children. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. What's going on? Man? I mean, bro, I don't, I don't know. You know, we had this conversation. What could be done? How do you fix this? We can't go here. We can't like. I don't know, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's unfortunate. Um, I know we keep saying that. I know people want to talk about gun control, and I'm like, bro, at this point, like, it just, it ain't no. Nah, everybody just needs to go back in the house on quarantine. Yeah. And the world, the outside world don't need to be for nobody ever again. Man, I'm trying to tell you, bro, <laughs> not for real. Dude. The streets just need to be a ghost town. Yeah, let's clean these streets up for real, bro. Those were those were different times. I remember that, bro. Yeah, crazy. like you had to be essential to be on the road. Like yeah, it was eerie. That's honestly like how life should be. Like if yeah. your ass don't need to be out, like what are you <laughs> even you doing? Out? What are you doing yeah, out? Yeah, not for real. They had everybody like, nah, let's go back. Like Nah, for real. We were like American China back then. <laughs> You couldn't even move around without niggas knowing. They'll pull you over. Do you have your essential <laughs> worker papers? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna tell this. I mean, but but like, it's a, it's a celebration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kansas City, they third ring in five years, and motherfuckers fuck it up. You know, I'm just like you. You injuring children? Somebody died. I'm just like, bro. No, yeah. Like, imagine like. Putting on your, this is so morbid. Holy shit! Nah. Holy shit. <laughs> Putting on your kids' city yeah. gear. Listen, listen. <laughs> no, like I'm, I gotta say this. Like, you know, <laughs> why you looking at me like that, car? I'm not even doing that. I gotta say this in a soft-spoken way. Like, imagine getting up, like, putting your Pat Mahomes jersey on, like, looking in the mirror and be like, man, it's gonna be a great day today. You, <laughs> yep. you yep. have a beer on your way, like walking up to the parade, maybe two, maybe three. Like yep. it's a good time. You took off work. Mm-hmm. They may have even canceled work Probably. because it was such a big thing in the city. Yep. <laughs> like you watch the parade, 
Pat Mahomes waves at you. He waves at you. Yeah. Like you text mom and you're like, man, mom, Pat Mahomes just waved at me. No way. Things are ending. You turn around, walk away. <laughs> Shot to death. Yeah, bro. You didn't have to do that. That's probably how it happened. <laughs> nah, it's crazy though, because I was um when the news first hit, I had that same thought. Not not as morbid as you did, but I was just like, bro, imagine like really waking up, thinking it's a normal day, putting on your Chiefs gear, you know what I'm saying? And then, <laughs> then you walk into some bullshit, bro. Like for real. Imagine like man. mom and dad wake you up and they tell you, like, man. Like, and you're from the city. You're right, from Kansas right, City. Like, right. we're going to the parade. You're going to see, like... Your your favorite. Your favorite, like, Pat Mahomes live. Yeah. And then the day ends up and, Mommy, I'm shot! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <man. laughs> Mommy, I'm bleeding! <laughs> I don't know why this Kansas City fan is British. <laughs> right. Um, I got to stop. Yeah. You do. Nah, shout out. No, I really feel bad for everybody. Though. Yeah, I really do, bro. It's just, it's scary, you know what I mean? Because um, it's just, I mean, are we going to get to the point where we can't have parades anymore? Like, truthfully. Uh, or guns. <laughs> yeah. Bro, but like, honestly, man, and I, that's why I say like, they try to talk gun control. You can't. Oh, you ain't going to buy the book. You, you can't take niggas' guns away. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why when I when I hear those stories, I'm not even trying to be morbid. I'm like, do you know niggas? In the hood or not, like you cannot take niggas' guns away. The thing about it is, like, trying to take certain people's guns away is only going to get the other person killed. Like, there were there will people will literally kill you for trying to take their guns away. Yes. Like, it'll happen. We're from Texas. Yes, it'll happen. It's been threatened before. I remember watching a, a D. Ray Davis comedy special. He's talking about the same shit about niggas in Chicago. He said, you think niggas give a fuck about a gun law? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like a gun law? Absolutely you not. You know what a gun law is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I mean, bro. Like, it's unfortunate. But you you can't you can't control it. That's it, that's my thing. I don't know how you like you because you can't you can't tell people not to buy guns. You see those guys like Pete Buttigieg run for president and they like stand on stuff like the gun buyback law. Imagine like coming in here and a nigga tries to buy your gun back. Nigga, I got the money for another gun. Right, bro. You're not getting this one right here. That's what I'm saying. And and like I said, we literally have citizens in this state that are like come pride from my fucking hands. Come and take it. Literally. Yeah. Like they go they have those come and take it signs. Yeah. They mean it. Like that ass. I just don't know if other states see it the way we have it here. Boy. The come and take it signs are not just on the back of of cars. They're on doorsteps. <laughs> like, like nigga, it's it's tatted on them. Like, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like they really live and die by that. Um, and in the point, like in the early, early days when I was like delivering packages, like mm-hmm. a lot of people just look at Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio, Austin, and they think that that's all of Texas. Yes, does it comprise a lot of the population because those are city parts? Yes, but the the uh, real estate part, like the whole size, it's very almost countryish. Mm-hmm. And when I was like in the early days, I, I delivered packages, yeah. so I would be in a lot of those like cities, inner cities, yeah. 
Fucking those are not inner cities. <laughs> Shit. Um, a lot of them are those like come and take it. Like they're yes. on the doors. Like we literally have like a lot of the doors that are like, we don't call the police when this, 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 this happens. Like mm-hmm. you're Yeah, bro. I've never seen it. Um, well, the only place I've seen it even like compare. It's Florida. I went to Florida during the pandemic in two, in 2020. Florida is like us, and it might be worse. Ooh, nigga. When I say sign, Trump signs were everywhere, same type of shit, like, come and take it. You know what yeah. I mean? I was just like, because, you know, Florida, obviously, they got, like, the water. And a lot of people have, like, the, um, is it, the, the water is, like, in their backyard. You know what yep. I'm saying? So, flags all across their house, bro. Like, every house you looked, Trump flag. Or, you know, Trump 2020. I'm just like, bro, Yeah, I got to get the fuck up out of here. But yeah, bro, I mean, it's really like that in Texas. But that's my thing, going back to just the conversation. Like, um, it's just going to get to a point where we're just not going to be able to do these things because you can't take people's guns away. I just don't see that really being a thing. They talk about gun control. Yes, you could, you could limit and make new laws as far as who can purchase guns right over the counter or like legally. But bro, That's like what niggas, I was say, niggas, niggas will find a way to get a pistol. Fuck niggas. Anybody that wants a gun is going to be able to find. As long as you guys are manufacturing and making these guns, there are people in those companies that make money on the side, yep. selling them on the side, yep, yep. and they're always going to get to somebody. So yeah, unless they stop, unless guns were a thing that was. Military only, Corey. Like yep. if you if you think of like Canada or the UK places like that, it's like that. Yep. And unless it's like a unregistered gun, they're not on the streets. Yep. It, um. <clears throat> but I told you they throw acid on on people out there. I I, I would much rather have a gun. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Let's you get gotta, to a gunfight. You got to get close range on me unless <laughs> nigga pull up with an acid water gun. <laughs> Bro, would you rather take a, a a gunshot or have acid thrown on you? I'm gonna take my shot with the acid <laughs> because I'm I don't want nah. a fucking bullet piercing my organ, Corey. I'd rather my skin burn off. Nah. Corey! On my face, bro. These niggas are throwing acid to your face. Why would you let a nigga get that close to you anyway? Bro, it's not even about that. What do you, you th- don't know. This is my thing. <laughs> yes, you do, Corey. <laughs> you don't know. Listen, listen. That listen. nigga pulled that acid out of his back pocket. You stuck. It's not like a gun <laughs> where this nigga's quick drop a grop. Yes, it is. Like a man. Uh, got that qu- bitch in the bottle. He quick like with this. his thumb off. He can pop the bottle off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Yes, bro. Um, For real. I'm more afraid of somebody that can shoot a gun. I'll take my chance. That bro. will pierce my organs. Yeah, I'll take my chance. Do you hear how superficial you sound right now? You would rather your organs be pierced. That have acid thrown on you? Then your skin burn off. Yes. And it's not like all your skin, you're <laughs> going to live, Corey. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know either way if you're going to live. Be for real, bro. That like, all right, a little acid to the face ain't gonna do it. Shit, my face too precious, bro. Just shoot me. Me too, but just shoot me, dog. Car, you, you, your chances of dying are way worse with the shot. I'll take my chances. This, all right, y'all hear him pop? (laughs) I'll take my chances, bro. Okay, um, where are we at with it though? 
I think we are out of the Super Bowl, right? I would hope that we are out of the... No, we're still in the Super Bowl because we haven't talked commercials. We haven't talked tracks. We haven't talked anything that came from the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, Did you see Kanye West made a Super Bowl commercial and a Super Bowl appearance? Yeah, I did. We were watching the Super Bowl. I missed this commercial. Like I don't remember seeing a commercial either. The thing is, a lot of people said they saw the commercial. Like... Did did you see it like once it made it to social media? Yeah, I saw it after. Um, so basically, he was saying that he spent a lot of money on the placement for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. so he didn't spend the money on the actual commercial. So the commercial was literally just a cell phone video of Kanye telling everyone to go purchase merchandise and things from Yeezy.com. Um, and when you made your way over there, if you did, you would have seen that for quite some time, I don't know if it's still at that, Kanye made everything on the Yeezy website $20. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Um, I think that was pretty cool. But at the same time, we're not in a Yeezy era that I was enjoying everything that was out. So had this been like a 2021 like Yeezy era, let bro make shit $20. Yeah, bro. He would have shut the streets down. I would have ran it up. But uh, but yeah, bro, like his his new the Yeezy Pods, that what it's called, the little sock shoe thing, whatever. Yeah, that would have been that for the shit, house if I would have got it. Ugly. That huh. shit is so. Ugly. You just don't understand it, Corey. You just need to stop being brainwashed. Be brainwashing the fuck out of y'all. Like that shit is. You don't get it, Corey. I understand <laughs> if you don't, don't understand. Yay, nah, bro. And the thing is, like, it was on sale around Christmas time for a full price, like November, December for like two hundred. <laughs> And then he just dropped it like two months later to 20, which is cool. Because he's trying to get them off. Come on, man. Yeah, he's trying to get that money. Yeah, uh, he's trying to get them. No, they not. They might not be doing that. Maybe trying to get them off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, I don't like them. I know there were other merch uh, shirts, um, the the stuff that his wife wears, like the, the bras and underwear. I think that was on the site as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was cool, bro. Like you said, just to make that available for the consumers. And there are people that want that. Like exactly. there, there are still cult fans of Kanye. I'm a right. cult fan, but not one that wants that merchandise or this season of exactly. Yeezy. But there are there are fans of this Yeezy season, right? And they got that for twenty dollars. Good for them. That's a deal. Um, it's a deal. I do want to speak to the fact that he has his album out. It's ringing. It's going crazy. Um, he's projected to do 141st week. That's strictly independent. I think that's a really big deal for Ye. Um, and he's also projected to have the number one album of the week on Billboard. Yep. On top of being projected to have the number one song uh, in the world on Monday as well. Let's talk about it. Which song is it? That's Carnival. The Carnival. one that's uh that's with Playboy Cardi and Rich the Kid. Rich the Kid. And I think Travis is on there and is somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> uh, have you heard the album anymore since it's been out? Uh, no, I'll be honest. This week I haven't played. It. I've been listening to much oh, music. Oh, brother! Yeah, I haven't. I haven't spun it back. But uh, that's not a shade to yay. I just really haven't been playing music this week. I ain't been feeling good. So like, I just been working, bro. As soon as I get off work, I, I'm medicine in the bed, sleep. Like that's all I've been doing. Okay. So, okay. Uh, but I know you have, right? I've definitely been playing the album. This is a, only Kanye can give you this kind of feeling, and it's because he's such a great producer, and at the same time, he's rapping on this. Can you understand what I mean when I say that uh, 
I, I still don't think Kanye put forth his best lyrical ability, but after listening, listening over and over, this album is still great, Corey. Like it's, it's really still great from top to bottom. I like all the songs. <laughs> I really like all the songs. And this, this probably is going to sound like me just being one of those. Brainwash. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Kanye, I would say um, Kanye heads, but <clears throat> I don't know what else to tell you. Like the music is, is all there. Like, it sounds really good. I just wish he would take on one of those Donda, Life of Pablo stances and go back in the booth and redo his verses and then drop the album again. Like I remember in Pablo, he would take the album down and then put it back up. He did it a few times. And um, that's what he did before he dropped Donda. Um, I wish he would do that. I like the album, though. Yep. Um, but I'm saying that to say Carnival is is set to be number one, and there was a lot of controversy behind that on Wednesday night. Wednesday, <laughs> where are you from? I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about at this point. Um, there was a lot of controversy around it on Wednesday night. Kanye posted an Instagram post with a picture of Taylor Swift fans telling everyone that Kanye might have a number one song come Monday morning. So to stay Swifties or to to be good Swifties, stream Beyonce's new song as much as you can so you can block Kanye from getting the number one song. Yeah, so this is my thoughts on that. Um, And this is why I'm being funny. I'm not just talking to you directly. I'm talking to just like Kanye fans in general when I say like just brainwash. That page, right, it's a bot page. It has like 600 followers, right? So Kanye is just going to take that and, of course, post it on his his Instagram and then get the whole world behind him saying, like, Taylor Swift and her fans are against me, which, of course, I know they don't like you, bro, but, like, he's just using that. They're really a bot page? Yes, bro. (laughs) You want to see it? (laughs) Oh, you pulled up the actual Twitter page itself? Yes. Yeah, man. Let's let's go to it. Yeah, bro. I pulled it up because I'm like, bro, this don't even make no sense. Look. 621 followers. I just screenshotted it. So this is what I'm saying. Like, Ye takes that, posts it on his Instagram just to, you know what I'm saying? Like, Also, Kanye is running the narrative here is what you're saying. That'd be my point, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yes, people probably don't want to see Kanye win. Taylor Swift fans in general or more specifically. But he does things, bro, where it's just like, Sometimes, bro, just read between the lines. Yeah, he's just going to do whatever he can to get people on his side. I'm sure. Or. I'm sure people are not really not wanting him to have the number one song like that. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a fake page. I mean, but <clears throat> this is not to just Kanye's defense or anything. Do we not remember how um, we were more than positive about a year and a half ago that Drake had, had made a million Fake pages for for Pusha T out on Twitter. Not made them, but I had sent those out. What's your point, though? Could be the same thing going on. I know, but what's your what's your point, though? What I'm saying is back back then, we knew that Drake was on bad timing with Pusha T, so he put out a bunch of fucking bots on social media. 
that were running false narratives on Pusha T. <clears throat> I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm just saying, like, what, what's the connection here? What are you trying to say? Do you not think that Taylor Swift could have bots out on social media to run narratives? I mean, they don't all have to have 48 to 1,000, 100,000 followers, but that was the same thing with the Pusha T shit. Like, they had shit running around on social media that he said he touched people or touched kids. You remember those, like, weird articles that came out <clears throat> that never really existed, but they were all from Pusha T, like, bots? I don't remember it specifically, but I get what you're saying now. Like, um, yeah, it's possible that... Taylor could be behind that or just her fans in general. She has a cult fan base, right? My thing is where I'm just saying, going back to Ye, I don't think that one page or the multiple bots that could be out there are directly affecting him to not possibly have the number one song in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he could really just have it just off the string. So people like him posting this one little page that he found, right? There could be multiple pages out there, but... I don't think Kanye West right now in 2024 doing everything on his own has the number one off the string. I mean, the album, yes, but they're trying to get Beyonce's song to snatch the number one song. I don't I don't think in, in today's time Kanye has the number one song off the strength. I think that could be taken from him. By bots? For sure. I just I don't agree with that. A Beyonce song? I don't agree that the bots can directly take that from him. Oh, I don't know how close the numbers are. If the numbers were close, yeah, I, I would believe so. But I we would we would have to know the numbers. I don't right. I don't have any of that. But the thing is, like he posts that right, like you brought it up. He make this whole post on Instagram, basically saying like how he's trying to be super positive and basically make himself seem like the victim. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying like I feel like. Ye just does things to get people on his side. I don't think that page, and of course, I'm not searching up Taylor Swift bot page, but bro, I looked at that page, and they have one tweet about Kanye, about not getting his song to number one. But he sees that, posted on his Instagram, got 700,000 likes, and now everybody is like, Taylor Swift and her fans are against Kanye. I'm like, bro, no. Like, it's just one page. You know what I'm saying? That's my thing. That's what I'm saying. Well, because I'm a Kanye fan, like, and I mean, you're a smart person. We know this is not the only page on Twitter that's that's a, a Taylor Swift page against Kanye. West. I mean, come on, bro. I, I get what you're saying, but my point is, I don't think this is directly affecting him as much for him to post it on his page and then get the whole world behind him to, to be like <clears throat> Taylor Swift and her fans are against me. This I one, just, I just don't believe that. This one post, no. This one post, no. I. I do think Taylor Swift, like in in today's time with machines and um, labels behind her and stream farms behind her, um, if if she wanted to, I'm not saying this is her behind this, but I definitely think she could directly affect a a, a budding streaming war between Beyonce and Kanye West. I think she could Beyonce, I mean, not Beyonce, Taylor Swift being like the biggest musician in music, I think she could directly change all of that if she sure. would like to. For sure. <clears throat> um, but all of this to say 
two new Beyonce songs also came out with the Super Bowl uh, Sunday fest, whatever. There was a, a commercial from Beyonce. Beyonce's commercial was better than everybody's. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, her commercial was fire as with Verizon. Yeah, and, and basically they were trying to show you just how great your connection could be with Verizon. Um, she went everywhere. Like, she was all over the world. She was in space. <laughs> she was uh, Beyonce of the United States. <laughs> Bodis. Bodis. Yeah, I forgot about that shit. Um, yep. Yeah, it was a really nice commercial. If you haven't seen that, make sure you check out the Beyonce Verizon commercial. But at the end of it, in space, she said, drop the music. And, I mean, if you're a music fan, you're immediately like, hmm? what the fuck do you mean? Hmm? Drop the music. Come again? We immediately go to social media or we go to Apple Music or we go to Spotify. I don't know what platform you have or what you went to first. You either went to the, the music platform or you went to the social media platform. If you went to the social media platform, you were in the right spot because... As soon as that video was over on TV, she had content posted on Instagram letting everybody know that a new song was coming out tonight. Two of them. As she's sitting at the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. Just boss shit. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> um, and it was called Texas Hold'em. Did she call both of them? Like the, the pack Texas Hold'em? Or, but I know one of the songs for sure was called that. Yeah, yeah. So she dropped them both single. Okay. Uh, so Texas Hold'em, one, like you said, the other one is called 16 Carriages. All right. So... Um, I heard Texas Hold'em first, and when I heard it, I immediately thought about Beyonce's appearance and everything I've seen Beyonce do in maybe the last six months. It's all been country vibes, cowboy hat vibes, big 80s or um, rodeo-type vibe hair. Mm -hmm. Um Western. Western vibes. That's the, the word I'm looking for. Yep. And when I heard Texas Hold'em, I was like, oh, I see where this is going. Yep. It's Western. It's country. Country. Literally. So I was like, okay. And I, I want to be candid. I I wasn't a big fan of Texas Hold'em. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I think Hit Boy, one of my favorite producers. Oh, he did um, it? I, think he, I don't think he did it fully, but he posted this one, so I think he had some... Credits on this one. Um, I don't like. I don't like Texas Hold'em. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Texas Hold'em yeah, like that. I'm not. And uh, Beyonce, I, I know she's. Um, I was reading up on this, and this is Beehive. Y'all can correct me, but she also announced that she's uh, doing part two of Renaissance. That's what started this. Even before the Super Bowl, her website, and I'm not Beehive. I just happened to right. see this online, this. right? Um, and it, it made a lot of sense. This entire time that the Renaissance tour has been going on. Mm -hmm. She's had specific pictures or content or whatever on the website. Mm -hmm. And it, it always said like Renaissance part one yep. last week, it changed to part two, yep. but it didn't give any new indications toward anything. She left that for the Super Bowl. Yep. And so it's going to come out sometime in March. I forget the, the exact date, but, um, I guess this one is going to be country. You know, the first one was dance, more house music. Seems like she's going to go more country on this one. And then this is what I was getting to earlier. I saw, uh, you know, the Beehive. They talked about um, on the third one, she may go more classical rock. 
They feel like Beyonce is trying to take back what's ours, is what they said. So I was just like, okay, we'll see. But um, again, bro, going back to Texas Hold'em, it's country. Um, I just not, I'm not feeling this right now. But can I say something before we? Yeah, switch? go ahead, go ahead. I hate to burst everybody's bubble, and if we go classic rock next, then that's where classic. I mean, that's where Beyonce decides to go. Beyonce is going wherever the music business is popular most and is selling and generating the most revenue. That is exactly where house music was in 2022. That is exactly why there's a country album coming out because the moment hip hop was done, or not done, I mean done at the peak of music, mm-hmm. And there's another place that's number one right now. It's country music. Yeah. So it's kind of no brainer why you get this information that Lil Yachty's over here working on a a joint country album right now. With James Blake. And Beyonce has a country album coming out yeah. right now. And yeah. if you've been looking at all of these... Um, the Gucci mains and all these other guys that own labels, they've been trying to sign a country artist. Like all this, the look like the work Lil Dirk wants to do outside of rap country work. All the other hip hop artists. Yeah. They want to get country songs. Uh That's what's working right now. Yeah. yeah. So like, I I don't want to burst anybody's bubble that thinks that Beyonce has some trilogy in her head. But I don't really think it's some trilogy in her head. It might be, and it might be some whatever, but hey, maybe she forecasts music way better than anybody I've ever heard in my life. But I mean, yeah. Who who knows? Who cares? Um, but the Texas Hold'em song wasn't a fan, bro. 16 carriages, though. Did you hear this one? Absolutely. I heard that one immediately after hearing uh Texas Hold'em. This is an amazing song. Bro, I love this song. I absolutely love 16 Carriages. I feel like I feel like this is one of Beyonce's best songs, bro. 16 Carriages reminded me of almost in a way listen from the Dream Girl soundtrack. Okay. The all oh, cuz you won't listen. Yeah. I don't know why. Um maybe it was just the build up but this was something that was just real 2008 to 2014 Beyonce-ish. And it's like in just the first time hearing the song, I could hear it. I could feel it. I could see the music video in my head without it being done. I, it just 16 carriages felt very Beyonce. Yeah. It's the uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead. It's the most Beyonce I've heard in a Beyonce song yeah. in a long time. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that too. Uh, but same for me, bro. It's just like um it was a lot of e- emotions in this song. I felt like if you listen, if you really deep dive into her lyrics, she's talking about um having to grow up fast, having to deal with like situations. Yeah. Um like I think it's a line she say mama crying, daddy lying, something like that, you know, so basically having to just adapt and grow up fast, bro, it's just, it's a lot of emotions packed behind that, but then you add the, the guitar and the way that that beat drop and the way that she sounds on these vocals, bro, like, 
I ran this one back like three times the first time I heard it. It's that good. Just agreeing with you, this is like one of the best Beyonce songs, like I said, that, that I've heard in a very, very long time. When you go back to the conversation I had with her going with where the music fits best or what's selling right now, it's easy to say Beyonce is probably just been making a lot of like she's been making her best quality music uh-huh. but in areas that the label might be like hey like it's working here we need a dance album so she makes the best dance album over there uh-huh. um this song feels like nobody forced her to do anything it feels like this was a song she pulled out that she just wanted to make it's raw bro everything else it just seems like and I love Beyonce but for for the longest, it just seems like a lot of the shits post lemonade. Yeah. It seems like everything she just had to make. Yeah, this sounds like something she wanted to make. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I agree. And I'm sorry to the Renaissance fans because Renaissance is good too. But like uh, a lot of that music after lemonade just sounds like she yeah. had to make it. Yeah, yeah. Renaissance got better with time. At first, I, I felt like you as well. It was just like, uh, she's trying new things. But listening it's- back. Still good, it's solid, yeah, it's, yeah, it's solid as hell. But uh, but this one, man, again, um, you know, it's, there's gonna be more to come. Obviously, it's uh, it's it's looking to be a full country tape. Uh, we obviously will see. It's coming out, like I said, next month in March. But um, agreeing with you, bro. Again, I, I know Beyonce. She just she goes with the flow of things, or she has since Lemonade. You know what I mean? Like whatever is hot, whatever popping, whatever is selling. Um, she's one of those versatile artists that who can do that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not. We're not shunning Beyonce because there are artists who can't do what she does. Literally, almost damn near every artist can't ad- adapt with the time. It's only like her and Drake really who are like at the top top who can last and do things like this. So, um, again, bro, just sixteen characters. Like I just I couldn't wait to get on the pod to like really show Beyonce some love because I'm like I I really don't do that much. But that song, like I said, is just super raw. It's super emotional. It's amazing. I just I can't get enough of that one, bro. Like for real, um, beautiful. It, it just it pains me because we only get glimpses of the greatest artists these days in that form, uh-huh. and I already know the album is not going to be stacked full of that. I know. <laughs> not get, don't even get used to it, man. Like that album is not going to be full of that, and I'm saying that too, just in case it is. So my mind will be blown. But it's not, guys. All right, so um, <laughs> we'll see. That was the best part of the like from Usher to Ye to Beyonce. Those were the best parts of the the Super Bowl. Yeah, bro. Um, Beyonce or Ye and Todd Dolla Sign. Which one of those tracks do you think is gonna debut at number one? And I honestly think if one of them debuts, it'll probably be Texas Hold'em. Yeah. No, yeah, it's not gonna be uh, sixteen characters. Yeah, that's the B side. Yeah, um, I think they're gonna give it to Beyonce. If that track, did, and I mean, you can't you can't beat numbers. That's just numbers. Yeah, but um, I honestly feel like that Kanye song is better than. Oh, for sure. I'm not disagreeing with you, but this is my thing. Going back to the Beehive, now I'm gonna talk shit. Um, they act like Beyonce can't do no wrong. Like you could say. Texas Hold'em is not a good song. 
you don't have to act like you enjoy it. Like everybody want to throw on cowboy boots and put on your, your cowboy hat, you know, and I get it. It's your favorite artist. You, you don't want to not like what they put out, but it's okay to not like what they put out. And I just feel like Beyonce, bro, like oh, for sure. her fans really feel like she can do no wrong. That Texas Hold'em song is probably going to go number one, but I don't think that should be the number one song in the world. See, that's, you You get mad at me, like, when I say I, I really don't like the Ye album. I don't get mad. No, like, not, not get mad because you realize, like, how great of an album, like, it really is. Yeah. And it is, but, like... I know. Even as a Yay fan, like, yeah. nah, bro, some of that sh- <laughs> some of that shit didn't live up to its potential. Mm-hmm. Jesus is king. Yeah, bro. I've never even. I think I I played it when it first came out once. <laughs> there was a couple songs on there that <laughs> yeah. was going crazy, like the the uh, the Fred Hammond song. Fred Hammond, yeah, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I was a good song. Other than that, that I remember that one. Sheesh. And that was, he should have cussed on Jesus King. Yeah, it's crazy what, what Kanye, the why I say he be brainwashing. Remember all that? I'm not cussing. I heard this nigga cuss on this album. I said, yeah, yay. <laughs> think about like all the like godly biblical imagery we were getting on Jesus is King. Uh-huh. Like that's the type of imagery like you can make a great album with that. Like you okay. could really. That's that's my knock for Ye these days because going back to the number one song, Carnival, uh, back to me, we're going to talk about Freddie Gibbs here in a second as well, but there's great bodies of work that just is scattered. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, please pull them songs away. And like you said, go back and re-record your verses. Make it whole and give us that. Don't give us reference tracks. Like, like you're... Your opinion, we love the Ye album, right? But you, a diehard Kanye fan, you like, bro, don't don't give me that shit because they most of them are unfinished reference tracks and beef tracks towards Drake. Yes. Why put that shit out? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Some of that shit was cool, but like, but that's my point, bro. Like, I don't know. That's that's that that be my knock on Ye these now, days. Bro. Now that I go back, like, and I look at the Ye album, like, that house solid. Because Kanye is really a genius, you cannot beat that seven track (laughs) method. It it has to be perfect. Yeah, bro. I thought about killing you, then on with yikes. All mine after that. Wouldn't leave. I don't feel like she's mine enough. Hey, 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 hey. No mistakes with Uncle Charlie, bro. Nigga, I was playing this because Ghost Town. Because it was seven tracks, bro. That summer 2018, I'm running that bitch every and day. And nothing hurts anymore. I feel kind of free. Yep. Every day. And then he finishes with the Violent Crimes track about Northwest. Yep. With Nikki at the end. You know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. I get you. Get you 100%, but I know what you mean. No, nah, he's no, nah, he's really like <laughs> he's a genius. Like, the man's a genius. <laughs> that's that's, that's how every Kanye West Kanye argument up, ends. Yep. You fuck around, and hate him, and by the end of it, there's one fan <laughs> that stuck around with you through the whole argument. Yep. But you know what? That man's a genius, isn't he? Yeah, bro. Like even look at the cover art. You know what I'm saying? Like, hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Like even that is in your window. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Ah, uh, bro. 
Uh, where are we at with it? Are we still Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just had the one last uh, topic about Freddie Gibbs. Ready to move into that? Yeah, because I, I told you, like, don't even tell me about what's going on with Freddie Gibbs until we start this pod. Like, yeah. I, I really, I love him, and I'd like to be surprised and yep. still share love for Freddie Gibbs. What's going on with Freddie Gibbs, Kari? Yeah, man. So Freddie Gibbs, bro, going back to just the Yay album really quick, if you don't remember, uh, I think it's track five, Back to Me. What about the Yay album? But, I'm sorry. Uh, Yay's yeah. new album, Vultures. Vultures, right, Vultures right. 1. Back uh, to me, yes. Track 5. In the morning, you'll be running back to me. We came in on the intro with that last part, I believe, man. Um, you know, probably one of, if not the best verses on that album. But, it's the best verse on the album. All right, yeah. Let's call it. Um, Un- undeniably yeah. the best verse on the album. So I say that to say, man, Freddie Gibbs is... Um, He's been doing good, bro. You got the best verse on the new Yay and Ty Dolla Sign album, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's Valentine's Day. Everybody's posting. Their oh, ladies. It's about that post of his. Everybody's having a great time. You know what I'm saying? So, Freddie Gibbs. So, I'm post a girl. Post, uh, I guess they say she a porn star, right? I don't know this. But they say he posted a girl. His new lady. Okay. Who ends up possibly maybe a porn star, right? Possibly maybe a porn star. Not sure. Corey, what the fuck does that mean? She may be a porn star. That's just what I heard. I can't confirm nor deny, right? But Freddie Gibbs' baby mom sees this post and she gets offended. It's Valentine's Day. How could you post somebody else on Valentine's Day? So she takes matters into her own hands. And allegedly, I haven't seen it, but this is why he was trending on Valentine's Day. They say Freddie Gibbs, baby moms, posted a picture with his ass spread it out. And now they on Twitter calling him Spready Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No, Kari, Kari, Kari. there's no way. There's a picture of Freddie Gibbs on the net ass out. Hey, bro. Like, I ain't see it. I haven't seen I didn't even know what the fuck we were talking right, about. That's why I didn't want to bring it up. I saw a tweet say it, and I said, let me get out of this trending topic, because I do not want to see this grown man <laughs> with his ass out. But I, I promise you, Freddie Gibbs was trending all Valentine's Day. I know it was hard enough for our parents Having to see like one of the biggest artists in pop, like Prince, mm-hmm. walk around with his ass out like yeah. those pants. That was tough. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why that's why my, I headline because Freddie Gibbs that verse is is living with. I me. don't want to see right. one of my one of my goats exactly go with his ass out. Yeah, bro. That's why spread. Mm-hmm. Spready Gibbs. Like, why she have to do him like that? On Valentine's Day, look, I'm not even making it up. Look, I just opened up the app. Number two topic. Spready Gibbs. Spready Gibbs, I'm not making this up. It's really trending. It's really trending. <laughs> I'm scared to click it, bro. <laughs> nah, I ain't. Yeah, nah, I'm not, I'm nah, not, I'm not doing it. it yeah, y'all. bro. I'm not doing it. Spready Gibbs. It just sounds like a sandwich. <laughs> nah, that's nasty. <laughs> But that's all I have. He'll never work with <laughs> Zelda again. They're never gonna want to work with him again, Corey. <laughs> Fuck! I was hoping like if the BSF like mm. Freddie Gibbs, mm. 
torch was ever buried, nah, brother. they'd be able to get back to good music. But after this, nah, it's over. Ran that nigga about that stadium. You remember that? He beat the shit out of him in a barbecue shack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then nigga running for his life. It made him show up with a ski mask on to his next concert. Mm-hmm. He took it off like two seconds. Double XL, TMZ, all them niggas in there snapping pictures. Yep. Um, fuck. <laughs> all right, you women, man. bro. You gotta stop, bro. This okay. This is my last thing before we get out of here. We gotta stop being so vulnerable sometimes to these women. Who is we? Bro, I would never men, men spread in my ass. I'm, okay, I'm not just saying. I'm saying just in general. When it comes to whatever it may be that you feel like you you could share, just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> just don't Shaq do it, Shaq tried to tell you. Man. Don't open up. Yeah. Like, and he was speaking in literal terms mm-hmm. to Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> 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 Nigga, don't open up. <laughs> yeah, bro. Now she got that nigga open. Man. Nah, like... <laughs> That's the worst part is when you hear songs like on the radio and men talking about women and you realize that shit relate to you two. Look, she got you open. It's <laughs> uh, uh. tough, bro. Grown ass man. Open. Spready. Wide open. His name is his name Fred. Yeah, I really don't know. If his name's not even Freddie, and now his nickname around is Spready Gibbs, and they could have never been calling him that ever if he would have just been an accountant. Yeah, his name Frederick. Okay, okay. So even if he would have, like, even if he would have been a garbage man, and the hood found out, he'd still be Spready Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna call that nigga Spreadrick. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yep. 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 All right. I'm out of here, man. I don't that's, have any more. Yeah, that's all I got, bro. How the fuck you gonna make me end with one of my favorite rappers? I'm sorry. Doing the booty do. <laughs> Do the booty do. Is Hit crazy. the booty do. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> all right, man. Um, I think that does it for this episode. I'm pretty disappointed. I, I, I don't even want to play Alfredo to get over it. <laughs> that's episode 291. We'll see you guys next Monday. My name's Roderick. I go by Jakari. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Baby, chill, don't worry about that You don't need a real job Forget about all the problems You can go call your mama Tell her you're married to the mob This one is a real vibe Lay back, enjoy the ride 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 It's a pay-per-view, don't play with her No, drunk off X, it was supposed to be perks Let me get my paper right Say she the voice who she supposed to be, Dirk Then come out, let's play tonight How about I ask you this question first? What you gonna do for this baby bird? She said it's giving, she's supposed to serve I said, what would you do if the roles reverse? She said, you'll make mommy lay for work You make mommy lay for work. You make mommy lay for work. You make mommy lay for work.
Cause these niggas steady hate I'm a G and I do G shit I ain't never in my life been a motherfucking lit Bitch, what it do? Come holla at a pen 50 G's on me, got me walking with a limp 55 used to hit on the Monday Nigga, where I'm from, it was normal for the gunplay You niggas wasn't really in the game Getting hoes pregnant just to cop a chain And way before that nigga, we was selling can't say too much, cause I know you niggas fed. Frisco nigga with a pocket full of bread. Stack P20 with a clip full of lead. Internet nigga get no love in the streets. If it's bump, then it's up. I'ma see you when I see you. Where was niggas at when we was taking hella risks? Where was niggas at when them police hit my crib? Where was niggas at when I was down in my last? Where was niggas at when I was trying to make it happen? All I really know is that I gotta get this bad. All I really know is that I like my whips fast.